Welcome back to the ENC Leadership Podcast. I'm Joe, and we are continuing our series on leadership workouts. And we said that this is a, this is a start of the year thing. We're talking about how people want to develop different parts of themselves, uh, and so they make promises and and uh, you know resolutions to start certain habits or to end certain habits. And we're trying to do the same thing with leadership. And what we're doing today or in this series is giving a list of workouts that you can do at all times, you know, at all times to help develop your leadership. And we used this definition last week, which again, like I said last week, is not comprehensive, but it, it works for our purposes today. That a leader is someone who knows the right thing to do and has the capacity to do it, has the capability to do it. You know what the right thing to do is and you are able to do it. So many people know what the right thing to do is. In fact, so many people say what the right thing to do is on our social media. You know, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to work hard. You're supposed to to uh, uh, um, serve other people and and, and, and and love others like Jesus loves them. But do we do it? And the problem with doing it is uh, it, it's hard to do it in the moment when we're hot-headed, when we're hot-tempered, when we're, when we're down or insecure or we've got our own problems to deal with. It's very hard to rise to the leadership moment because other people are giving us their problems and we're like, well, I, I don't want to deal with that. I'm dealing with my own stuff. How do we get there? Well, hopefully these leadership workouts will help us get there by drilling, training us in these things, strong character, leadership insights, so that when the leadership moment comes, we can take the step forward. Last week, we talked about one of my favorite workouts, which is just saying sorry and saying sorry well. I cannot stress this enough. This is like the one of the, the best, not just for leadership, but for life in general. Today, we're going to do a, a slightly different one. It's going to work out something else in your leadership, and it's going to work out your ability to, to recognize giftings in others. And the workout, uh, well, the problem with these workouts is that they aren't situational. And we've been saying since the beginning of this podcast that leadership is situational. It matters what's going on, who's there, what time it is, uh, who you're talking to, where you are to, to form the leadership response. And so the challenge with these workouts is creating, is, is finding an activity that works for you regardless of what the situation is and you'll still be able to use it. So here's a workout that you will need as a leader as you for any situation you're in, but you can practice it at any time. You can be working on it at any time. In fact, I'm doing this all the time. And it's simply this. Practice discerning. Practice figuring out. Practice watching and recognizing and calling out other people's strengths and giftings. Practice recognizing and defining other people's strengths and giftings. That's it. It's very simple. But this is one of the most essential and one of the most powerful things you could be doing as a leader. Great leaders are people who can figure out what others are good at. And they are great at creating a role or a place or putting those people in their place uh, to produce the best output from them. They can recognize and call out other people's giftings. See, many people don't even know what they're good at until they're put in a position to shine and excel in that area. And it often takes a leader to do that. This workout comes from the conviction that every person is good at something. They might not be good at everything. Well, no one's good at everything. Well, very few people are, if there are any. But every person is good at something. And second conviction is that 
the key to great leadership and to great teamwork is to placing people in the lanes where they are going to excel. That's it. So if you are someone who believes that, who knows that about people, then you will do your best to make sure you recognize that in others. Here are some questions you can ask yourselves. When have I seen this person really excel? What has been this person's biggest contribution so far? Or so-and-so is really good at blank. Try that. And be as specific as possible. That's crucial. Be as specific as possible. Don't just say they're good at talking. Talking where? Talking when? Talking about what? What are they good at? This person's a good worker. In what sense? How are they a good worker? Because they, they get the job done. They, they finish the job even though it's very tiring. Be as specific as possible. Even if you don't know the person that well, it's only a workout after all, a drill. You, might, you don't need to act on this. You can ask yourself, if I had to guess, I would think this person would be great at blank. And then see if your answers or your guesses about that person were correct. As you get to know them better, maybe if you, if you can, you can talk to them about it if it's appropriate. Or you can also try it. You know, if you're really leading them in your team, give them an assignment. Let's get a, a test towards that end and see if they're able to do it that way. The key here is working out our ability as leaders to recognize and to define giftings in other people. That makes you a super strong leader. I know so many people who, um, their story, maybe that's your story, who would say, I never knew I could do this, I would excel at this until someone called this out in me. I owe it to this person to give me that chance. Well, here's your chance to be that person for somebody else. As we end, uh, I read this in the, in the book, The Heart of a Leader by Ken Blanchard, and he quotes himself in another book, but he says, the key to developing people is to catch them doing something right. The key to developing people is to catch them doing something right. Wow, what a reverse from the approach that we often encounter in school or in other places where you know, the key to developing someone is to see what they're doing wrong and to eliminate those things. No, no, no. People always do something wrong, but you can develop them if you can see what they're doing right. This is one of the questions I always ask myself when I'm working with a new group of people or a team. What are these people's geniuses? What are these people's gifts? Why did God put them in this team? And how can I see that expressed? And then when you see that working together, oh, it's a beautiful thing to watch key to developing people is to catch them doing something right. Another quote from the same chapter, he says, when you do give praise, if you are in a position to do that, when you do give praise, give immediately, make it specific, and finally encourage people to keep up the good work. This is an important part about praise. I, I don't know why um, this is difficult for us to do. It must be a human thing or it, I, I don't know if it's a Filipino thing, but giving praise immediately and specifically, right? Like, hey, I saw what you did there when that situation blew up and, and I, I, you know, you, you, you took care of it and you handled it well. You didn't lose your temper. That was a great thing you did. Thank you for doing that. Do that. And you'll watch that person continue to shine. Now, uh, two questions that might be problems with this. What if these people aren't good at anything? What if the person I'm looking at is like, oh, I don't see you being good at anything? And uh, 
first of all, we don't believe that no one is good for nothing. So there must be something. It's not a question of whether or not it exists. It's a question of whether or not we can see it yet. And so we can pray about that as leaders. But here's a great point from Ken Blanchard again in the succeeding chapter. He says, don't wait until people do things exactly right before you praise them. Don't wait until people do things exactly right before you praise them. And I find myself guilty of that, especially before where I would be like, well, you know, it was an okay preaching, but man, that that beginning, that intro. No, you, you can compliment or call out or praise or reward the stuff they did right. You're not saying there wasn't anything wrong. You are calling out the stuff that they did right. See, all, if all we do is point out stuff they're doing wrong, they're not going to notice the stuff they did correctly. In fact, sometimes or many times, people do stuff correctly without knowing it was the right thing to do. And they need a leader to call it out to them and say, hey, that was the, a good thing you did. And you'll be surprised. They'll be like, oh, was it? Oh, thank you. I, I didn't think it was. I, I just, that's just how I do things. And it's a good thing you called it out as their leader. Ken Blanchard explains his position even more. He says, exactly right behavior is made up of a whole series of approximately right behaviors. It makes more sense to praise progress. It's a moving target. You see what he means there? No one ever gets it exactly right or perfect. In fact, what we see as perfect is a bunch of people who almost got it right in a bunch of things and how it looks quote-unquote perfect when put together. So it makes more sense for us to praise progress in other people. When I learned this mindset, it super freed me to be more vocal about my affirmations of others. I was afraid before that if I gave too much affirmation, that they would settle for where they are, that they would stop and say, well, Joe already said this is a good job. No, you can praise progress. You can say, hey, you know what? I saw that you did this. I noticed that's an improvement from before. Keep it up. You're on the right track. And people love to get better, especially if they know that their leader sees that in them. That's the first question. What if they aren't that good yet? Don't wait till they're perfectly right before you praise it. Second question you might ask is, well, what if I was wrong about that person? What if I guessed, you know, like, oh, I think they would be good at handling this project. I think they would finish this. And, and they don't. They let me down. They let the team down. Well, that's what part of this workout is for, to sharpen that sense in us. And you will get it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong. I don't know a single leader who didn't get it wrong. Who, who, who gambled on empowering someone, believing in someone, entrusting something to someone, only to be let down, only to have a bigger mess on their hands. I don't know a single leader in the world who hasn't had that problem. Every leader I know has felt that. And one thing I love about our movement in every nation is over and over again, uh, the emphasis has been if you empowered someone in making that decision, then we would rather um, go to that extreme, err on that side, than on the side of being just too careful with empowering people. Now, granted, there, we, we might overdo it. In fact, we do overdo it a lot of times where there are people like, uh, this person doesn't even have uh, any business being close to being empowered. But at least we, we would rather lean on that, empowering people, because that means we get to hopefully develop more leaders and see more people walking in the giftings and callings God's placed on them. Everyone gets that wrong sometimes. I mean, think of God, right? The, the whole point of our walk as disciples 
is that He empowers us to do His work. <laughs> How many times have I made a bigger mess, you know, in, in doing God's work than if God had just done it, you know, without me? But God hasn't taken me out. He uses that position, that moment to grow me. And you could use that to grow that person as well. And here's, it's also a priceless leadership lesson for us because it causes us to sit down and evaluate. You know, where did I get it wrong? I thought this person would be good at this. What made me think that? Was I basing it on valid, proper criteria or just the wrong thing? You know, I thought they would be a good leader, but they were just popular. Or I thought they would be a good leader, but they were just vocal on social media. But I didn't get to see their servant heart. I didn't get to see their willingness to commit. There. What are you doing? You're sharpening your discernment. That's what this workout will do. And then you'll get better and better at recognizing, defining, and, and appreciating, celebrating the gifts of others. And before you know it, you'll be a leader who is great at that, who discovers hidden gems in people, who calls it out of them and helps them walk in the place of the greatest fruitfulness of their gifts. That is the value of this workout. Recognize and define other people's giftings. Well, that's it for this workout. I hope you try it. I hope you spend some time, even like 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, sit down. You know, if you really want to make this, take this to another level, write it down. Writing things down gives you a level of definition that you're forced to make that just thinking about it or even talking about it won't bring you to. That's it. See you next week for another episode of the ENC Leadership Podcast. If you want to talk to me, I'm on Instagram at, at Campus Joe. God bless you as you do.